Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm Coach Caroline De Kimper, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. Welcome to this episode of Career Disruptors. And in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about a six-figure career plan. So I'm going to lift the curtains and talk you through the exact process I go through with all of my clients. And it will make so much sense. And the information that you will get from this episode will be so valuable to you that you will be able to put your own six-figure career plan in place. Now, there is a freebie for this episode. I will link it up in the notes, but just make sure that you listen to this podcast and that you download the freebie for this episode. Now, let's dive in. First of all, what I want to do is to tell you a little bit how this came about, because Not a lot of people I work with, I would say 99.9% of the people that I work with have never put together a career plan. And it's often the last thing we do. And think about it, you plan everything in your life. Now, some are very detailed and some are really big picture. But if you have a goal, if you want to go somewhere, you have to have a plan. But so many people don't have a career plan, don't do that for their career. So the effects that they experience are that they're drifting from job to job, never really being intentional about the positions they take or the career moves they make. Um, They end up in organizations that are not a great fit. So they find that there is no cultural fit or no alignment. Um, They often describe the fact that the organization doesn't really fit their values. And so many people work for bosses that actually are not really bringing out the best in them. They work on a project and their boss gets all the credits or takes away all the credits and or doesn't recognize them. So you really have a real big disconnect. And often all of that you can bring back to having a solid career plan. Because in the career plan, and we will go more in detail just in a minute, but It's all about your authenticity, about understanding who you truly are before you can start creating anything. So that's why I'm excited about this podcast and sharing this with you because I have seen the results my clients have achieved by just implementing this plan. So I know the difference it's going to make to you and your career. All right, perfect. (laughs) So let's start. So in my career plan, there are three levels or three phases, basically. And um, the first phase is called the getting crystal clear phase. Now, for me, this is the heartbeat of your whole plan. If that isn't in place, nothing will work. And I will tell you why. So in getting crystal clear... There are three projects we work through. First of all, you have career mapping. And in career mapping, think about it. It's mapping out everything you've ever done in your career. 
completely demystifying everything. So understanding what you like, what you dislike, the skills you have gained, your achievements, and even people that think that they haven't gotten any achievements. It's about really recognizing and getting that confidence about, okay, I was hired to do something. What did I increase or decrease? What did I improve for the company, for my manager, for my peers, for that project? And there is always something that we can define as your achievement. So don't be too tough on yourself. So career mapping is really about getting to the core of what it is that you have done. And it's reflecting back on those things. In life, we don't really take a lot of time to stop and reflect back. And our career is often the last place that we look back on. So really take this time and take a butcher paper and start really thinking about your career, the places you have been, what you have done, who you worked with, all the stakeholders, the skills you have used, your achievements and every single component. Once you have done this, you should have a clear understanding of this is what I want to retain, this is what I want to delegate, and this is what I don't want to do anymore. And most of my clients say that this project, Career Mapping, is the most transformational project that they've ever done because it gives them that clarity. Then we move on to the second part, which is values. Now, Let's face it, most of us, they, we have a pretty good idea about what's right and wrong and what we like and what we don't like. But when I asked people that I've placed in the past, what kind of an organization do you want? They would just list the same things over and over again. Collaboration. I want to focus on the results rather than bums on seats. I don't want a micromanager and so on. So when I asked them why they want a workplace like that, they would say like, look, that's aligned with my values. So there is a big disconnect between clearly knowing your values, knowing what they represent for you, and then being able to ask questions in an interview that are relevant, that are not your box standard questions. Like, oh, describe to me your management style. Everybody will say, oh, I'm a collaborative manager that's only looking for certain results and blah, blah, blah. It is so important to not only know your values, but also what your values represent and how you want them to be represented in the organization and then to be able to ask questions in an interview that are relevant to those values. Okay, once you have clearly defined your values, then we go to the last project within getting that crystal clear part, which is the pitch. And the pitch is your elevator pitch. So in a couple of seconds, you need to be able to articulate clearly and concisely to anybody who needs to hear it, who you are. And to be honest, that is not only to recruiters or to headhunters, but that, that is also internally to partners, internal stakeholders, anybody that you want to communicate to about what you do and about the value you can create, you need to have a pitch. 
And the problem is a lot of my clients, they have so much experience. They have over 15 years of experience and have done so many different things. When they are communicating about what they can do, they start overwhelming the person. They start being confusing and list so many different things. But the point is to keep it concise, keep it clear and keep it to the point. So your pitch is really important to get right, that elevator pitch. So those are the three projects within the Get Crystal Clear phase. So you have the career mapping, you have the values, and you need to be able to create the perfect pitch. Now, only if you get those three components right, we move up to the next one. If you don't have that done, then there is no point in moving to the next phase. Because as I mentioned before, it's your building blocks and you need to have the right foundation in place before you can actually start building something. Because whatever you build on something with a crappy foundation, it's not going to work. So let's move on to the second phase, the authentic self-marketing. And the authentic self-marketing you need to have in place because without outstanding marketing material, you're going to get lost in the crowd. You're not going to stand out and you're not going to raise your profile. And at your level, it is so important to raise your profile and to be able to communicate clearly what people can expect from you, whether it's to hire you or to promote you or to work with you as an external partner, like whatever it is, you need to be able to raise your profile. So a lot of people see your resume, your LinkedIn profile and your cover letter as just necessary evils, words on a piece of paper or words online, not knowing that it actually represents your personal brand to the world. And basically that disconnect that causes people to not understand your profile and that's often the case when you attract the wrong jobs or when you bypass for promotions because people don't clearly understand what it is that you do and the value you can create for that organization. So let's look and zoom in on that resume because a resume, a lot of people see that as a necessary evil or just a bunch of words on paper. But for me, it's more than that. It's a way you give the first impression because a lot of people see your resume as a first impression or your LinkedIn profile. And it's a way you communicate your message to the outside world. So it's your packaging. You want to be considered as a premium product <laughs> if you compare it to brands. So how do you make yourself premium? How do you position yourself in that way that you attract the right roles where you get the salary that you deserve and that you're looking for and the responsibility and the respect? So there's so many things that a resume needs to do and a lot of people underestimate that. They just like try to get the interview you and the job without understanding that it's all part of a bigger picture, your bigger career plan. And it's an element that needs to be supported by your pitch, which only can be done when you have done the career mapping. So you see how it all interlinks? 
Okay, so it is very important for you to get that right in terms of your resume, your LinkedIn profile, and your cover letter, and understanding its purpose. So your resume, of course, it's when you apply and you want to stand out from the crowd and be noticed by recruiters, HR professionals, or even hiring managers. Your LinkedIn profile has two purposes. It's one is to raise your profile and to uh, get even headhunted or noticed by other companies that are interested in your profile and that find you on LinkedIn. So it's a platform that you use to raise your profile. So you have to make sure that you position yourself correctly on LinkedIn because when people find you, they are going to make certain assumptions based on what they read. So they're going to call you or reach out to you through LinkedIn. So your cover letter is a supportive document of your resume. So your resume is the core, but your cover letter is where you make that specific connection to the job that you're applying for. So all three needs to be in place as your authentic self-marketing. And it needs to be clearly and very truly representing who you are and what you want to do. Because here's the thing, it's not because you can do it that you still want to do it. So there is a big difference. And most people list everything they've ever done on their resume and their LinkedIn profile and they just give verbal diarrhea and they hope that will work. But that doesn't work. So that's the second phase, authentic self-marketing. So what I want you to do is going from clueless and all over the place to really use those documents very targeted and very intentional. This whole idea of the career plan is about creating the right intention for what you want to achieve in your career. And then the third element is growing your career is we first of all you have to think about your career strategy okay where am I and where do I want to be what is the gap between those two things is there a gap or not is there a salary gap is there a knowledge gap is there an experience gap to define that gap and knowing how you can close that putting a strategy in place do you have to do more networking? Do you have to do more stakeholder management internally? What elements is it that is going to bring you closer to your end goal? Then I, what I want you to do is master interview techniques. And a lot of people think like, yeah, yeah, I can interview. And maybe you can, maybe you can't. But there is a difference between the interviews you have had so far and interviews you're going to want to have for the next role because interviewing in the past was probably because you were good at your job and because you had certain skills and experience but here's the thing a lot of people at your level at the moment have the same skills and experience so it will take a little bit more for you to stand out and really nail that interview so you have to think about okay maybe I have to brush up on my interview skills and maybe I can't be as executional in an interview anymore as I've always been. What I mean with that, and that's actually a very important point, is a lot of the leaders that I work with, they go in an interview and they just 
can talk the executional talk uh, because they see a problem. That's what they do. They are problem solvers. They see a problem and they know exactly how to position that and tak 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 how to do that. But that's not the point. If you want to be more recognized for your leadership and have a more strategic role to play in any of the projects or the, the responsibilities that you will have, then you have to make, make sure that you position yourself as that leader. And some do that very well and others struggle with that to making that clear cut. So have a think about what it is that you revert back to that might be too executional. Now, interviewing, it's not only external for a new job, but it's also internal. It's about uh, justifying why you should get a promotion, justifying why you should get a pay increase. Because let's face it, most people, their strategy or career strategy is to work harder and hope their manager will notice and uh, give them an increase. And I've spoken to a lot of people. I haven't seen many people that actually have made that happen. And I know only of a handful of people, of managers, of bosses or CEOs that will give a promotion or salary increase just because they recognize your hard work. In most cases, you have to ask for it. You have to stand up for yourself and say like, hey, this is what I want. This is what I deserve. And here is the proof, the supporting evidence that I can do this. So interview techniques, and it's really one of the most powerful skills that you can actually master. And then the last part of your six-figure career plan is offer negotiation. Offer negotiation, again, it's not only external, but it's also internal. It's when you are want, looking for a salary increase or externally when you were hoping for a higher offer than you initially got, or you want to receive consistent salary increases from now on. You need to be able and be very comfortable in negotiating the offer and the salary that they proposed to you. So those are the elements that make up a six-figure career plan. So let me recap for a second. So you have three phases. And the first phase is getting crystal clear. And you have three projects in there. You have career mapping, values, and your pitch. Then you have authentic self-marketing, which is basically your resume, your LinkedIn profile, and your cover letter. And then is how you're going to grow your career, raise your profile. That's through career strategies, interview mastery, and offer negotiation. And that is basically the complete outline to a six-figure career plan. If you go through all of these elements and you implement that, then you have really a solid plan that will lift your career from where you are to where you want to be. And it will give you a roadmap that's very clear on, okay, what steps do I need to take? Because we can have so many opportunities that are thrown our way, but how can you cut the crap basically from the good stuff? So you need to have a compass that really tells you which direction you need to go in, which opportunity is really aligned and will get you closer to your goal and which opportunity won't. And there is a funny thing about goals also, because goals, vision, whatever you want to call it, 
It's very important to have them, but the key is not to get too attached to them because they will change. Of course, they will change. That's life. It's ups and downs and things change, circumstances change, but you have to have a goal so you can have direction and clarity in which next step to take. And when that goal changes, you have to adapt and change your career plan. So I hope this all makes sense. So don't forget to download your freebie. It will make it so much easier for you to actually implement this process. So you can find it at New Horizon Coaching forward slash the dash six dash figure dash career dash plan. And I will link it up in the show notes. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you found it so inspirational um, so that you actually can start implementing this and start changing the outcomes of your career choices because you have a career plan. So if you liked this episode, what I want you to do next is to subscribe to this channel. And what I also would love you to do is to write a review about this podcast. So I hope you enjoyed again and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.